Yo, what up? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, you know how it goes on here. I like to normally be sharing some scripture or trying to make you laugh, spreading the positivity. And there are some positive elements to what I'm about to say. But, um, you know, overall it was a terrible situation that's happened. But um, I do consider it a miracle though. So let me fill you in if you don't know the full scoop of everything that's happened. Uh, it was about 11 days ago. My nephew, Jamal, he's about like 19 or something like that. Uh, that was the night when the roads were really bad. Uh, it was really late at night. He was driving to go see a friend or something like that. And um, he was I think he was down in uh, Geneseo or something like that. Well, anyways... You know, he, he was going around a corner and the car slipped off the road. And it wasn't actually like a crazy, like horrific accident, right? He was actually good enough to get out of the vehicle and evaluate the situation and, you know, look, you know, make sure, you know, he was, you know, he said, he told me his exact words. He got out to, you know, check everything out and, then he got back in the car because he was cold. It was freezing out and he was, you know, about to call, you know, for a tow or whatever, you know. And then the unexpected happened. Basically, I don't I don't know and none of us know exactly what happened with the car, but there was when he was he got back in the car, he got back in the back seat just to stay warm. And then all of a sudden, flames ignited. He said it was instant. He said the flames fully engulfed him, yo, where he, like, was blinded. He covered his eyes, and he said he was fully engulfed in flames. Just unbelievable, very scary, very horrific. Um, so Jamal, you know, tried to get out the car. I think it took him a little second because, like I said, he was blinded by the light and the flames and stuff. Probably a little shock. And uh, he, he got out, and he was literally on fire. He literally had to do the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, the thing that we've all been taught as kids for being on fire, but yet, like, I don't even know anybody who's ever been on fire or even close to it. So this man literally had flames on him, and he did the stop, drop, and roll. He got them the flames, you know, he put the fire out, but he was so badly burned already that he just laid in the snow his exact words to me the other day when I was at the hospital with him was Jess I, th I thought I was done I was cooked I hated hearing that from my nephew it was like turned my soul upside down turned my stomach upside down I mean and hurt my soul just to think my nephew having to go through that but um he, he said he laid there for mad long. Like, he, he, he really was there to die, basically. Straight up. And, uh, you know, I asked him. When I first asked him, I said, well, what made you get up, man? Like, what was, did you just, like, tell yourself, like, I gotta go? And, like, the, the fact that he paused initially and didn't even know what to say to me, like, what got him up. I, this is me, because, you know, I, I think with a spiritual mind and I you know, I look at God in a lot of different situations. I do believe it was God who gave him that extra juice, that extra boost, that extra adrenaline, that extra whatever to get up and find help. 
So Jamal, after laying down for about, he said, between 7 and 10 minutes in the fucking snow, while having third-degree burns all over his body and his neck and his face was burned up, but the third-degree didn't get his face. Those were more like minor burns, which I think are going to heal good, but the other ones are very severe third-degree burns. He got up and he saw a house in the distance because he was in the country or whatever, ran to the house and yo, the, the this was at like two, three in the morning. Um, I couldn't believe this. the The guy opened the door for him and let him in. The dude's name was Casper. Like I don't, I don't know what you think about that, but I think that's crazy. Like people aren't named Casper. You know what I mean? Like who in the world is named Casper? The only Casper I know is the friendly ghost. Sorry, I got interrupted. Uh, the yard jockey just came and got me. I'm in my truck trying to deliver this load um, at this warehouse. But anyways, back to what I was saying. The dude's name was Casper. Like, I just think that's crazy. That's, like, so symbolic that, like, Casper helped my nephew. If it wasn't for Casper, man, I don't know if my nephew would even be alive right now. Like, for real. Like, my nephew literally like almost died it's like crazy and, and I'm still processing it myself um 11 days later um but you know uh after that the guy got a hospital you know an ambulance or whatever and they took him to the hospital um Jamal had uh, like I said lots of third degree burns on his thigh his back his backside um in the lower region um some on his arms um but his hands were really, really, really burned badly. So um, that's the main concern is just him uh, having, getting that, you know, getting or getting feeling and having and maintaining feeling in, in, in his hands, you know, so he can still have, you know, his hands, you know what I mean? So um, just praying for, you know, all the nerves and everything to regenerate and heal there. Um, it's just an unfortunate, terrible, terrible situation, but uh, I'm trying to be optimistic about it and look at it as a miracle that he's still alive and breathing. And I look at it as a freaking miracle that the kid is in good spirits, man. 19-year-old kid and something like that happened to you. I, I'll be honest, I would probably, I would be a little freaked out and, and I would, I don't know if I'd be in the same mental state that Jamal is in. He's in a very good mental state the dude is a warrior i've never seen anything like it the the like how peace how much at peace he was when i was talking to him in the hospital the other day i told him straight up i'm like dude you're giving me peace like the fact that you're like so calm right now about all of this so um you know I, i'm I, that 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 helps me knowing that my nephew isn't like freaking out and stuff you know, he is a little, yeah, obviously he's a little distraught here and there, and he's been having some flashbacks and stuff, and there is going to be some PTSD, I believe, from this um, for a little while until we get away from this situation and, and more and more of the healing comes. But uh, he had a second surgery yesterday. I believe that was his hands. They did some skin grafts. They got more skin grafts to do. Um, but the main thing is the main thing. Jamal's alive and breathing, um, and that's all that matters to me. I wish the poor kid never had to go through this. I wish I could, I could have took this pain for him. I wish I could have been the one who, did, you know, fucking slid off the road and been on fire. I wish I could take that from my nephew so he didn't have to go through that or go through this healing process. But, um, 
you know, it is what it is, unfortunately. So um, the other day, I, I wanted to just help him out, just show him that, like, I love him and mad people love him. We care about you, do. We want you to get better. So I was like, I was driving and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for the kid. And I figured I'd raise about 500 to $1,000. That's what I figured I could raise. Straight up. That was the real numbers in my head. I'm like, I bet I could raise about 1000 for the kid. Well, as of right now, the GoFundMe in 11 days has gotten up to, bear with me, we're at $59.55, $5,955, almost six grand raised for Jamal and my sister to help with the medical bills just unbelievable that, that besides Jamal being alive the other the only other bright spot in all of this situation is is the outpouring of love and support from all you people that care about my nephew my sister my family myself just so awesome I, I, I cannot thank everyone enough for all the all the love it, it's just been unbelievable I mean going looking at through some of the donations we had donations, and I'm not going to uh, single anybody out because I don't want to do that. A donation is a donation, and love and support is love and support. But we had donations of 225 200 200 200 a ton of $100 donations, a ton of $50 donations, a ton of $20 donations, $10, $5, insane amounts of money. Um and people wrote some comments on there and stuff. People have reached out to me. I am so grateful for the friends that I have in my life. Just because they know how close I am to my nephews. They're like almost like second kids to me. You know what I mean? So um, just just so grateful and thankful. If you were a person who supported, I, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart so much. Just, just for the donations, the prayers, whatever it is, the thoughts. Thank you so much. Um... Jamal is going to get through this. He's a tough kid. My family's going to get through this. Um, and that's that. So uh, I'm going to just end it at that. Um, I spoke with him on the phone for two and a half hours yesterday on my way down to Pennsylvania. We had a great conversation. Um, he's going to get through this. We're, we're, we're still in the thick of it. So it's going to be, you know, there's still going to be a lot of pain and stuff. Um, and, and, the, and the healing process could be a little bit lengthy um but like i said jamal's alive and breathing he's got his good spirit he's got his good mind he's got his beautiful heart on him so we're gonna get through it so um that's all i got to say right now um so anybody listening just thank you again please keep praying for my nephew pray for my sister uh just pray for those that are near to jamal because um, a lot of people have been affected by this so um just thank you again and uh, I'll be on here soon. Thank you.